Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. All right, we're recording now. Look at that. Yeah, I guess we'll Sick. Just, we'll just jump in. All right, everybody, Real Men of Genius, episode six. Back in the living room with my co-host, as always, Matt Hendricks, and special guest Ryan Vargas is here. Hello. It's fitting that it's episode six. Yeah. I just thought about that. It's true. true. (laughs) Our first uh, real driver guest, not just one of our friends. Whoa, that's... Jake's a real driver. That's true. Sorry. Sorry, Jake. Man, Jake's a late model driver. But, yeah. uh, First... NASCAR series first, first fellow Xfinity series yeah. driver for sure. Teammate. Yeah, teammate. Yeah. Damn, we're, really, we're just checking all the boxes today. Let's go. Yeah, I'd but love to uh, see that. Yeah, Martinsville last week. Uh, how'd it go for you? It wasn't the best. <laughs> it was, I think we both had like equally just not great days. That's true. I forgot um, about that. Yeah, we we fired off really good. Like I was really happy. Um, we like I had a feeling we'd kind of fall back a little bit at the start, which is kind of what happened. We started like. 21st fell back to like 24th 25th but I stuck right with Landon stuck with you and I was like okay because I know you started right in front of me and when you shuffled in like I was like all right I'm gonna try and stick with you and then Landon got like in front of me so I was like, okay I'm just gonna follow these guys they've been here way many more times than I have so I'm gonna try and just learn all I can and that's really kind of where I shuffled myself in and then after like the first or second pit stop I go into three under yellow and my pedal goes to the floor and I'm like, Oh, so we were fighting some type of brake issue there. I don't know exactly what all happened. Um, but it's part of it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where once that happens, you just kind of stick after it until the yeah, end. Yeah. Yeah. Brake issues are the worst. I feel like once, once they happen, you never, you never get them fixed like no. all the way. They're just kind of there and you kind of just got to deal with it the rest of the way. We, uh, I knew from the get go, like I just, we weren't, we weren't where we wanted. Like I wanted to be. We started really free, and then we made a bunch of adjustments to tighten up. And then I think the track went through a big swing. I don't know if you had the same thing, mm-hmm. but I went from being really, really loose to really, really, really tight. And then we stayed out on a wave around, chose not to take tires or maybe change the balance. Melted a B, blew a right front, uh, drug the sway bar arm off, went a bunch <laughs> of laps down, uh, and just kind of rode from there. Which you know it is what it is. You're gonna have weeks like yeah. that. So. Yeah, yeah, I've I've kind of like it's one of those things where now this is the first time that I've really had this many races like in one season. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of gotten used to the fact of like you're going to have those days like, you know, you're going to have those days in racing. So it's like, OK, just shake it off. Yep, let's go to the next one. Yeah, it's it, don't don't sweat on it too much. Yeah. So 
Matt, how was how was your life this weekend? It was pretty good. Uh, I was in a wedding, so I was up. That's in, right, you weren't there. No, I was I was in South Bend, Indiana. So you know, I was doing all the stuff beforehand, and with the rental company that I chose, there was a manager special, and it was a hundred and thirty bucks for three days for a car all together. I'm like, damn, that's a pretty good deal. So clicked on it, didn't think any of it. Get the uh, the email, getting off the plane from Hertz, and they gave me a with the current gas prices, by the way, about three fifty a gallon, twenty nineteen Chevrolet Silverado. <laughs> so I was I was bumping the Chevy Silverado to South Bend from Indy, which is probably about two and a half three hours drive. Uh, I was watching the race half in the bag at the at the wedding reception mm-hmm. and. It looked like it was quite interesting. I caught the last lap of the truck race, and I said, if that's yeah. how the day is going to go, it's going to be quite the interesting ordeal at Martinsville. I was surprised how clean the Xfinity race is, you know, given how the truck series is and how aggressive the Xfinity series guys are, especially in the mid-pack. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing because, like, I feel like, I mean, everyone, like I said, in the mid-pack all the way up to the front, I mean, everybody races pretty physical. And yeah. Like it everywhere wasn't. they race physical. Yeah, no, like, yeah, you could be at Kansas and literally, I each other. literally, I was door like we were. Do- I was door slamming with, like, I would come out of four at Texas with LeBay, and like he pressured high, and I was like, obviously, when you come off the corner, it just kind of narrows up. Yeah. And we have, like just kind of like, like really yeah, just even just bit, hit yeah. each other, like just regular racing. Yeah. Like nobody's falling or nothing, but it's like it, it's crazy how physical the Xfinity racing is. And at Martinsville, it was like it just really wasn't any less. Any more or less yeah. physical? I think that might be wide because we're used to it. Like everybody yeah. kind of knows the what limit. Yeah, what they're like, what the limit is, and what everybody else is going to do. So I feel like the truck series is a little less predictable because you have a lot of guys that don't race all the time yeah. in there, and uh, that happened. And the truck series in Martinsville is always like that every yeah. every single time. Hundred percent. This one was like pretty. It was worse. Yeah, <laughs> this is like I've been to a good handful of Martinsville truck races now, like since I've moved out here from the West Coast. And that was the most carnage I had seen in a Martinsville race thus far, at least, yeah. and of those that I've been to. But it's normally like if you have the truck race and the Xfinity race on one day, you know, one of them is going to be super tame and the other one is just straight chaos. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they're always like, like everybody, it's like when you go into a race and you expect it to be really bad, it never is. It's like the first roll. I was thinking, I run the first roll race in an Xfinity car and everybody's mm-hmm. like, we are going to junk so much stuff. And then when it comes down to it, everybody's so conscious of like the possibility yeah. that you could junk everything in this race that they don't. Well, like that's a lot like what's happening kind of now with like the Xfinity races at like the super speedways now too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed it, yeah. but like when we ride like it, before it used to only be like four, five, six, seven cars I would ride. Mm-hmm. Now there's like 12 to 15 yeah. cars that are just riding the whole yeah, time. Like two 20 car packs. All yeah. Time, so. so it ends up being two big packs yeah, instead you're not, of <laughs> you're not really dodging any danger. Yeah. Like I, I noticed that really quick. Everyone's once they're racing conscious of trying to avoid stuff, they end up you know making it worse. <laughs> yeah, either making it worse or just not having anything happen. Yeah. We're going to Phoenix this weekend. What do you what are what are your expectations? What are your feelings going in? I mean, I feel good. Um Phoenix arguably is not one of my best tracks. Um that's one of the tough things. I like the car we're bringing. Um, I like that setup. Um, I like every time I've driven that car, I've been 
more than pleased with it. Like the, the chassis, I like the way it works. I like the front end. That's the, your mile and a half. Car, yeah, right? yeah. It, the, I like the geometry on it and stuff like that. Just how it how it acts. I'm able to have a better feel of the nose. That's the big thing. If yeah. I if I have a good feel in the wheel as to what's going on up front, mm-hmm. I'm able to better diagnose what's going on. Yeah, like yeah. it. It's just overall makes it so much easier to yeah. diagnose. Yeah, I feel that. I definitely, I like my mile and a half car a lot, but it was going to be so much to try to switch that thing over. And luckily, mm-hmm. we didn't get too much stuff in Martinsville. A couple dings here and there, so we're taking our Martinsville car. But it was good, really good at Richmond. So I have full confidence in old Wayne bringing me a good piece. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, you're uh, you're big on like the preparation, the i racing stuff, huh? Like, what do you what do you do normally like before a race? So, like me, like one of the things that I've kind of worked on this year like my Snyder is my roommate Mm -hmm. um so I try and lean on him a little bit I lean on him just like for advice and stuff like that but then I also have iRacing you know I use iRacing a lot I'll do a lot of b-fix a lot of laps just just to get the sight lines you know a lot of these races without practice or qualifying you're going into these places pretty blind like Mm -hmm. I mean you really think about it 80 percent of the tracks I went to this year I had never touched before I only had nine starts before this year so I was, sorry, 12 starts before this year. So that was really my big thing of trying to figure out, okay, what's around? Like, right. that's the big thing. Because iRacing, I mean, you know, like, it gets you to, like, a point. Like, there's, right. a, there's a certain point of, like, how much it can help. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is, like, up for you to, fig- up to, yeah, you to figure out. Yeah, it almost hurts you. Like, if you overdo it and, like, you really hone in on what iRacing is and you try to copy that on the racetrack, it can almost hurt. But, like I said, the visual... The visual cues and things like that, especially like a road course, to me, mm-hmm. is, a, is a huge help. Well, I remember, like, prime example of this, like, I ran Road America in 2019. I drove the four car, and I did a bunch of races, bunch of laps at Road, at road America to practice. And we only did, like, two laps of practice prior to qualifying for the races, back when we had practice and qualifying. And so, back then, that was unheard of, yeah. doing that few laps. Yeah. So... Like, we had the least amount of laps all weekend and all that stuff, and we qualified pretty bad. We had someone hold us up in, during our lap. Um, but we ended up, I think, we ended up 18th that day. And that was my first yeah. road course race in an Xfinity car, second Xfinity race ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know. You, what was your first one? Iowa 2019. Iowa, okay. we, we, Yeah, it was 17th at Iowa, 18th at Road America, and then we ran Phoenix, and I was like 25th or something like that. Damn. I never got to run an Xfinity car at Iowa, so I'm very jealous Man. of you on that. Oh, uh, that's so like I, I was big I was a big proponent on the whole Iowa is not a short track thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was big on that when I ran the Arca car there, the K N car with Rev, just because of how much aero wash there is. Like you mm-hmm. get behind the car and you're just washing the nose. But when I got in the Xfinity car there, it's a short track. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I feel like if you go anywhere in the Xfinity car besides Daytona or Talladega, it's a short track. Like that's the way, at least the way I drive them. Like yeah. you know, you drive up from the corner, you're on the brake a little bit, you're rolling, letting it turn. You're kind of like I said, we're real physical in the Xfinity series. Like you might have to show someone the bumper, even like at a it, mile and a half at Texas. I like, I, dude, at Texas, it's so hard to pass. I would, I knocked a couple people out of the way, but, <laughs> but I mean, it worked out. So. Yeah, I mean, it's the the way these Xfinity cars drive on the mile and a half. Like, there is a lot of off-throttle time. And it's one of the things that I think helped me was, like, growing up racing at Irwindale in mm-hmm. Kern. Like, with the late model package they have out there with the 604 crate engines, the 8-inch tires. There's a lot of 
off throttle time, but it's also a lot of momentum type racing. Right. Like right. like a half mile in a six oh four crate late model is a pretty big track. Yeah. Like yeah. for that type of racing. So it's it, it it's very comparable to what I grew up doing. So I feel like whenever I go to the mile and a half, like I feel more in my own comfort zone versus could, going yeah. to a Martinsville or yeah, a, I could definitely see that. Like especially at Irwindale. Like I've never raced there unfortunately, but watching the races it seems like a lot of momentum especially like in a like a 604 car mm-hmm. uh you're really rolling for a long time and you're you know things like that yeah and they change like i said they change the eight inch like groove tire mm-hmm. so you go from having a ton of grip to a, a, a tire that has a soft side wall like yeah. has grooves in it so it's not a slick like you're already losing a little bit of grip there basically a street stock tire right you're throwing it on a late model yeah i mean i ran that so i ran like imca style asphalt modifieds in texas mm-hmm. And that's what we ran on was a it was a grooved Hoosier and like those things, they only weigh like a like a crate car weighed twenty four fifty so they were really really light uh, stock front clip car and they slid around a lot but I ran some people's open motor cars and those things just did not hook up at all like yeah. it was like a 50, 50 pounds more they had to weigh but like they could not hook up twenty five hundred pounds. It was terrible. Like, I used to run a crate motor. Like, I went to Pensacola and ran the Snowball Derby Modified race. Uh, no one there ran crate motors. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the race, like, I could blow by them on the straightaway because they had nothing left, especially, like, a yeah. Pensacola because it just kills tires. Well, and it was funny to me because when we – because in 2016, we actually ran slicks. Like, in mm-hmm. 2016, at like, all the, you know, short tracks out there, they ran the Hoosier – I forgot what it was called, like, 2040 or something like mm-hmm. that. Hoosier 2040, I think that what it was, the slicks. And then they swapped to the 970s, the groove tires, yeah. the soft tire. And I had raced on that tire, racing street stocks and stuff like that. So I went from driving a, a, a car that ran those tires to a car that didn't, and then I went back to driving those tires again. So once yeah. we got back on it, it actually closed the, the gap in the field like immensely, and we started like winning and stuff yeah. like that. Matt, you know about those groove tires, huh? Back when you're back in your racing days, uh, <laughs> I used to groove tires back in the day on dirt worked, cars. On dirt cars, really? Uh, yeah, I used to work on a late model and with groove tires and stuff. But we we, we couldn't talk about that because it was kind of a stock tire thing. Yeah, mm. so I wish we could do that in NASCAR, even though Xfinity doesn't race at a dirt track, even though they should. I wish they'd let let you do that, like have people groove in the tires, siphon tires. Soaking tires, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do. I think they should open it up at least for the dirt race. Well, I think that'd be cool. It's funny. Like I've, I learned a little bit about that stuff. Like when I was racing street stocks, like we had, um, cause with Xfinity, like with street stock racing, you only go through two, maybe you, sorry, you go through about three to five sets for a whole season, like right. a 12 race season. So it's like, okay, you don't use your tires a lot. But so we would, what we would do is like to save like money on buying tires for practice and stuff. Instead, we'd run two races on our tires because there was a tire rule. You couldn't buy new tires every race, which right. I'm a fan of. I like that. Um, so we'd run the two races, and then we'd turn that set into a practice set, mm-hmm. and we would just simply add tire stick to it yeah, and practice on yeah. it. Yeah, I know a lot, of guys, a lot of guys did that in Texas, too, just because like, if you're running on tires that have 200 laps on them, you're really not learning anything. Yeah. So if you soak them, you, like, you might cut a lap here or there, but like at yeah. least it gives you a, a better idea of what your balance is. And it, it never hurt us. Like yeah. I said, it never, like, like we going from that, like, the 200-lap-old tire to the race tire, like, as the 200-lap-old tire that was treated to the race mm-hmm. tire, it was nearly identical in grip. Right. So, it, like, if anything, it just gave me a better feel as to what we needed. Yeah, I didn't, I did a little tire soaking and go-kart stuff back in the day, and then when we used to 
have these exhibition races like with legend cars mm-hmm. and like we did one it was in houston reliance stadium and it was like at a monster truck show <laughs> soaked the hell out of them dude soaked them so hard because there's no tech so i was yeah. like screw it we'll just soak them <laughs> and i was waxing them but then i rolled the tire off the wheel with two to go damn no what the heck yeah that was so, that? well so like <laughs> my dad said the tire pressures and my crew chief told him to set them and he thought like he told him six pounds in the left rear, but he put six pounds in the right rear. And oh. then, but it was working though. But then like, so at the edge of the arena, like where the dirt stops, I'd kind of been like dipping my right rear onto the concrete. Mm-hmm. And I did that one time just too hard. to just rolled it right off the bead. And oh. I was done. Old Justin Long got me in that one. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Were you using goat pee or what? I don't know. what. No, I think it was a... Dennis Lambert used to have some good stuff because he used to like he used to cut Legends car tires, but he also had a big business in like go kart and like soak tires. So we're like, yeah, just cut us a set and go ahead and make them a little extra special for us. We used to race <laughs> at uh, we used to race Millbridge. I'm not, I'm gonna probably give away a secret here. I don't really care. I don't race it anymore. We used to race in a series that ran Maxis oranges, mm-hmm. the hardest tire you could find. We found a guy to print us Maxis orange decals, and we basically took. Pinks and blues mm-hmm. that punch probably 20, 20 less <laughs> That's units. A good idea. And yeah. um, we would we'd put the Maxis oranges on on the right sides, and we'd just hit the wall like three or four times, just rub up on the wall and make it look like it was just scuffed because you know it would like fall off. Yeah, yeah. So it just, it's like Max, uh, and then yeah. the S's would be gone, and we could probably punch 20, 20 units lower. Damn. And with a stock Predator motor, yeah. that's I mean, it's all grip, so yeah. Yeah. that's how we won a couple races Damn. back in the day. Once we get that micro, we're going to be bringing out that ingenuity. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, we talk about that. Like, I remember going back to, like, the late model stuff when they swapped to that groove tire. Like, that mm-hmm. was such a topic. Like, because everyone lost grip. Like, all the big teams, like the big late model teams, mm-hmm. lost all the grip that they once had. So they were, everybody was fighting for whatever they could. So that, I remember, like, the first, like, four races, that was the big topic. It's like, who's going to start soaking tires? Yeah. And, Nobody ended up doing that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you can late model stuff. Like they're pretty strict about it. I remember uh, Ricky Brooks would have none of that down in Pensacola or Jack. Uh, dang it, what's his? I know Jack. He was a tech man in Texas. He would like he used to have this. It was like a freon like tester, so you could like smell like if chemicals were in the air, and he would like go up your tires and it was like like it make make noises <laughs> like a, like a metal so, detector yeah, pretty much like and tsa like, and like he would he'd check the outside and then like he'd get a screwdriver and like press the valves to him and put it up to that he was he was not playing around wow. he would he would throw you out for the dumbest things sometimes <laughs> but he was strict and that's what you need in a tech man it's got to be consistent but yeah. if you were if the ride height rule was four and you just ran a race and you were three and 15 sixteenths you're out of there. No Man, win. I've had my experiences in tech. I hate that. I hate like just the dumb things that'll get you thrown out. Oh yeah, yeah. We we almost we we decided a national t- title in the Whalen series. Really? Because of tech. Damn. Yep. I lost a. It wasn't really that big of a deal. Summer Stampede Texas not, Motor Speedway. Not our championship. Not our oh. championship. It was someone else's championship. Oh. So it worked out. <laughs> Summer Stampede Bandoleros Bandits. All I needed to do was finish this race, and I was going to win the championship. But uh, they tech clutches, and, like, I guess mine was just worn out enough where it wasn't thick enough anymore. Oh, oh man, there was there was some discrepancies in tech. I could tell you that. There was people, because, like, four people got thrown out, because really yeah. no one even knew that was a rule. I guess it was just overlooked. And everybody's ran their clutches forever, and 
until they broke. So, so my clutch pads were too thin and then got thrown out, finished m- second. My story is we were running Kern, Kern, Kern Raceway, uh, late models, and championship night, won my first race. Like, heck yeah, like awesome. Well, they tech us, and they're taking a really long time, and we're like, what the heck? Like, what are they finding? So they're like, oh, your battery's wrong. I'm like, our battery? <laughs> like, what? And they're like, yeah, you have a 12-volt battery. You're, they, were like, they were like, you have a 14 or 16-volt battery. You have a 16-volt battery. You're supposed to have a 12-volt. We're like, like, we pull out our rule book. It says we can run this. They're like, no, we changed the rules. I'm like, we're like, when did you change the rules? They're like, in the email. We're like, we're not on the emailing list. Yeah. They were like, well. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> So we won because of a rule that we didn't even knew know existed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Those are the worst. When it's something that like, it's just legitimately just something that's like, what? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you have no idea. And then they just tell you, no, this is wrong. I still got the trophy though. I remember like being a little kid <laughs> and like this other kid that I know came with me. He's like, you just got disqualified. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I was like. <laughs> Oh, man, that sucked. I was about to flip the plastic table. The guy had the clutch shoes on. I was so pissed. Oh, I, I love, like, in tech, like, when someone is, like, on the verge of getting thrown out, I love the crowd it brings. Even, like, oh, at NASCAR yeah. races, like, if you see, like, I remember at Darlington when I ran that truck race there, the two truck was, like, close on weight, and they had mm-hmm. to roll around. And then, like, when people saw them rolling around, like, everybody walked off away from their haulers and, like, crowded around. Kind of witnessed. Like, yeah. Just waited to see what happened, but then they, they like I think they lost some water or something and uh, they put water in it and they uh passed. They it got to a point at like the West Coast. The West Coast racing is so like tight. Like everyone is trying to find some new things here. It got to the point where at Irwindale they brought an actual chassis dyno. See, I've heard to of tech. that too. Ricky brought, Brooks used to do that sometimes. They brought a chassis dyno to the track because they were people because that was when they first started combining the late model classes to where it became like the uh, called like pro late models, something like mm-hmm. that. That's what they have out there now, where it's like a mix of the late models and the super late models with like a restrictor on it. Okay. So people were trying to like complain about one car being more than the other and this car being that. So they were there until four a.m. That was that was when we left the track. It was four a.m. because they were dynoing. Yeah, the entire the, top six. I bet the neighbors love that. God. Just dynoing that way. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, damn, that would suck. Because Irwindale is kind of in a populated area, isn't it? Like, No, it, it like it's one of those things where it's it sits on what should be valuable land, mm-hmm. but because it's built on a landfill, the so like uh, literally if you were to tear like that's why the track hasn't closed, is because if you were to tear down the track and try and build something new on it, you literally couldn't. Because it would just simply fall in on itself. Yeah. So like the track Charlotte. is the, like the track has literally been saved by just the bad ground, and that's why every year there's like a new bump. Yeah, it's like Charlotte. Charlotte's rough as hell because of that. And oh like, yeah. I don't know if you ever ran the fifth mile out there. I have not. That thing is a motocross track. I've I mean, watched it. I remember uh, I was like twelve. This was one of my first Legends car races ever, and I came out here and raced. And it, I think they fixed it. It actually they did they repaved it, but before. Going in turn three, A, it's downhill. You're going downhill, and there's this big old bump. And, like, I actually, it's the seat that's on that simulator right there yeah. or something like that. It was a Richardson seat, my first ever, like, real full containment. And, like, I went off in there, turned, and I hit the bump in the air, came down, and my head would go, and bounce off the head. I was like, did that every single lap. Oh, Man, like had a I, serious headache. I went there because they do like a winter series there. Mm-hmm. And because the track is so difficult, because I used to live like a mile from Charlotte Motor Speedway. Like I live at an apartment out in Concord. 
And so, like, whenever I heard, like, a legend car running, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, they're running in the winter season. I'm going to go down there and, like, watch. Yeah. So, I actually, like, would just, like, get up in the morning, like, on a Sunday if they're racing. I'd just go down there and watch. And watch. <laughs> just sit up and watch because I knew because the track is so lumpy. Yeah, it's <laughs> entertaining. Just, like, it was like, all right, who's going to flip today? And yeah. sure enough, there'd be a legend car. Like They just had the, the world finals at Charlotte on the road course. Yeah, they, like, they ran the Roval. Like, I was like, damn, I wish I found a ride for that. Because I guess they'd come out and then, like, go and then run yep. a corner around the quarter-mile track. And yeah, come back. so instead of, like, because they run... They run that extra little what to do over there, don't they? Yeah, they, like, so they do, the like, E.T.'s head, and then they mm-hmm. go through E.T.'s arm. So I, I, okay. I, I judge... I learned this from my my roommate, Brad. I go... I, I don't know any of the corner names at Charlotte. I just go by E.T.'s head, because it looks like that E.T.'s head. E.T.'s head, huh? Yeah. So, you get, like, you get out of E.T.'s chin, and then you go and, like, hit his arm. <laughs> Yeah, and you go like through okay. his arm, but instead of going onto the oval where we go, they'll just make a right. They go all the way down the front. They'll yeah. go down the front and then do a right hander on the quarter mile, and then go uh-huh. down pit road and turn in where we would go for pit road. Like yeah, remember how like cool. how we turn left out of pit yeah, road there? Yeah, they turn left there. That's cool. It's pretty neat. Yeah, man, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel like we're leaving you out because you're not a race car driver. But I'm not a race car driver, but I mean, you have run, you've run a B main at Millbridge and a DNQ series car, so that kind of I got a pedigree, yeah. yeah. I would say. <laughs> I, a pedigree. I want to do that. That DNQ series looks like fun. Me and, it's, me it's and Matt have been trying to get get out to Millbridge. We? Matt keeps saying he's going to get a micro and he's going to let me drive it, but no, here here it is. And that's it's what like, I heard. It's whenever. like, hey, I want to get a micro, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. You buy it, I'll just come along and I'll drive it for you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool and everything, but a lot, I, of, a lot of contingencies Matt, that have, have to happen. I have three races <laughs> of micro sprint experience. You need me in that car. So I, I have never driven on dirt ever. I had an opportunity to like hot lap and a micro, hot, hot lap a micro mm-hmm. at Millbridge, and like I like I had every like ounce of my body wanted to do it, but there was like the little cricket in the back of my head that said, "You're gonna junk this thing. Yeah. Don't do it." And you I see, was like, "You know what? Yeah, that's. I'm probably just not gonna do that this time because <laughs> there was a legend car and a micro, and I drove the legend car and I was okay, but like I didn't want my first legitimate laps in a micro to be at a place where the walls are literally like right there. Yeah. So I didn't want to junk my buddy's micro. I not thinking say, I would, but I will know. say a micro is much easier to drive, which. Is kind of surprising. Then, like a legends car on dirt, just feels wrong. Like it feels it out does. of control. But since a micro is a real dirt car, like once you get over there, like on the right rear, it feels like that. That's where it's happy. Yeah. Like when you're, like when I'm when you're driving around the pits, the whole thing, like when you're just driving straight, it just feels like bound up, like something's wrong. But then as soon as you get to like right there, yeah. it's like that's that's happy. That's home for it. I'm sure that's the case. Yeah. Like like I said, I just haven't done any laps, and I didn't want to like go out there and just loop it or yeah. like be, do one of those Climb things where you, yeah like just <laughs> like uh, not not that i'm saying that i'd go out there and junk the thing but i don't want to like come out of a corner hanging it out just doop yeah and you know but are we are we money. taking your experience from your three micro races when you were 10 years old i was 12 and yeah that's exactly who we were getting <laughs> it from i, I made like a, the tulsa shootout a main the biggest micro on. race of the year come on when i was 12 that's actually impressive. But that was also Tulsa shootout is not easy. But that was, I was also, also twelve years ago. But I was also like in a really, really, really good car because I was Kinsey Rustin was the house car and I was driving her other car. Gotcha. So I was like a Sawyer chassis house car almost. So I was really like we had a really, really good car and I ran like not that great in the A main. I didn't really know what I was doing. But I, like you made the A, which yeah. is like making the A is like 
an accomplishment. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I'm at the point now. It's like, if you're going to put 10 to 12 grand, maybe 15 into something, might as well just go big and, you know, get a touring modified, like dirt modified. That's more expensive. Like I'm telling you, it's more expensive than you think. I know, but just to get a shit one, you know, just, What's the point see, in if, that? See, the thing is, if I were to like go mod race, and I would want to win. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like I I race Xfinity in mid pack because that is that is you know it's a privilege to be able to do that. It's, it's the yes. Xfinity series. Oh, so now when you but get out of if the I'm gonna go car. run a modified at short track, like I don't want to look like bad. I'm like, yeah. oh, this kid races Xfinity and he's running twelfth yeah. and like, a modified. Like when I went out and ran because I did like late model racing in 2019. Like when mm-hmm. I was doing the part time Xfinity stuff, I did my main thing was late model racing and. Both cars that I drove, I drove on the East Coast and West Coast. Like both cars were winning capable cars. Yeah, and like, um, yeah, yeah. He, I, whenever I do that, I want to be. It's like even if I was going to run an Arca race, like I'd want to run a good car in Arca. I was this close to doing the Vegas dirt race. Really? Yeah, that would have been fun. I tried really hard to get like something for it. Mm-hmm. it but they wanted like a ton of money for a like they not wanted, so great car. They want a lot of money for those races because they don't pay anything. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, I, and I just couldn't justify it. And I was like, no, like I can't. A, I can't sell sponsorship for this because it just doesn't make sense. And B, I don't have the money to pay for that. That's like I've looked into doing like some of those TA two cars at road mm-hmm. courses, and oh my god, they Stupid want an arm and a leg. Money. It's ridiculous. It's cheaper to run TA one. Yeah, like the main thing. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, the main like the big boys, like the big yeah. cars. It's cheaper to run TA one than run than run TA two. From really? previous experience oh, yeah. working with within the TA really? atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Because it's because the TA two has become such a competitive yeah. series. Yeah. Like there's thirty something TA twos where in TA one there's like twelve. Yeah, twelve or yeah. thirteen. It's like a super late Not that model. It's, yeah, it's going from like a late model stock to a late yeah. super late model. Like there's more late model stocks out there than yeah. super well, I shouldn't say that, but it out here. Re- regionally, yeah. Regionally. I would, I would say the competitiveness of TA two is a lot higher than TA one. Yeah, yep. yeah. Like there's fifteen teams that can win in TA two and there's like three or, or four. Or said is gonna win in TA one. <laughs> I mean and you're just running a TA one car for experience at that point. Pretty much. Yeah. Boris said that Monster do. Energy Dodge Charger or Challenger. Just screaming at Road America that gets God. me that gets me fired up. That oh. stuff looks like so much fun. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So looking forward to Phoenix for mm-hmm. both of you guys. I know it's a weird thing being so you're in the field, but you're not a part of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I know you guys probably have to talk about this a lot, but what is your mindset? Not only going into a race that you have, well, you have to qualify in, mm-hmm. um, but just going on kill. For a weekend, but you also have to be mindful of the five other cars out there that are chasing the championship. Four. Well, I think there's one car that's yeah, the chasing, car yeah, the, owner the owner's championship. So there's mm. five cars that you know Who's are chasing? racing. The 54 is chasing the owner's championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. in the championship four for that. Yeah, same thing with the 38 in the truck series. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think for Cup, it's the the four in it. I don't. Know. I really don't think about that stuff that much. I was thinking so after we had our troubles. The 18 car was coming, my buddy Daniel, and I'm like, it's like 10 to go. We Our sway bar was so messed up at this point, and we were real slow. It was like, leader's coming, and I pulled up like two corners in the head. I was like, Daniel, please, please, for the love of God, win this race. <laughs> I want you to win this race so bad. Just please go. And then sure enough, I let him go by like I lifted so early. Just let him go on exit and everything. And then like two laps later, Kosh comes out, and I'm like, 
damn it, dude, this dude's cursed. But I hope yeah. he gets that championship this weekend. I'm really I'd, pulling for him. I'd be cool with that. And, and I, I was in that. I was literally in that same boat because my whole goal in Martinsville was like, if I got to a point where like there was people coming that were fast, I was just going to pull down the track and let them go around, mm-hmm. and then like tuck in behind. But once we got so far, once we got behind, like we did, I just went like every time a leader came, I just went. Yeah, point, point, go, 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 (laughs) take it, take it, take it. I hate when they don't like acknowledge that either. And they just, and they follow you in the corner. It's like, well, I tried to give it to you. So now I'm not going to do anything. It's like when you're trying to wave someone by in traffic and they like, don't go. It's like, well, I guess I'm just going to go now. Yeah. It's that exact same thing. Would you guys be okay with Hemrick winning the championship, but not winning the race? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, see, like we talked about this way back in GoPro, but like, Everybody talked about the playoffs, like saying consistency doesn't matter and this and that. But I think like Matt Crafton proved that it does because he yeah. won a championship without ever winning a race. And my, what I hated about that is when that, when Matt Crafton won, he, they were like, "Oh, he hacked! He hacked the system! He hacked the playoff system! He proved that it's illegitimate." It's like, no, not really. I mean, not really. He kind of just proved that it's like, yeah, yeah, I understand. Like, there's some cases where it's like, oh, well, how'd that guy make it or whatever? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day. If you're one of the final four, you had to go through an entire, for us, 33, cup 36, truck 20, race season. Yeah. And be there. Exactly. It's it's like people saying that, like, that's not right. Well, it's like, what do you want to do? Go back to the old point system? And then it's, then it is like, like Matt Kenneth won that championship. And I think he won, he won one race, but he still, he was just consistent all year. Yeah. And won the championship. The only thing that will suck is like if Larson doesn't win the championship because he's been consistent and he's yes. won like a million times. Yeah. It's going to be so sad when they've already been on a 40-lap run and a caution comes out with 20 to go. And then it's just that. And Larson's leading the race. Mm-hmm. And he's just, that's it. It's done. Well, he can, yeah, Phoenix is a place you can get you can pass pretty good, though. It's not like Martinsville. Yeah, but you like need, I'll say so or, much to go your way. I'll say this. When I ran Phoenix the first time, because the, the, I ran there in 2019, that was before they had the PJ1 up there. Mm-hmm. So if you got up there, you were, like, trying something. Yeah. And I remember, because we restarted, like, 21st, and everyone went through the dog leg, like, all hustling, bustling. And then when they get to turn one, I don't know if you noticed this when you raced there, but everyone checks up pretty quick. Yeah. Like, really quick. So I remember I ducked out to the outside and just leapfrog yeah. like four rows of cars yeah. they'd eventually get by me yeah but i would leapfrog some people yeah because the, the top wasn't like very popular it like, was not i remember watching i don't know who it was like it was like kyle bush kevin harvick and someone else and they were all racing and they was actually running the top i was like damn i've never seen that there but then now now it's like you have to run the top on a long run yeah and the only way you can pass is move them or pack air <laughs> Or just slide job, like massive slide job in a turn one, which can bite you in the ass quick. I watched a lot of people do that in the spring. Like they go to slide someone and they still got like that foot on their quarter that they're not clear. And then they just go up in the fence and then I just go by on the bottom. Man, you guys got champion predictions? Not really. The trucks, I have no, I I don't know. The trucks, I think it's going to be four of the two. The two two isn't raced for it. Holy shit, he's not, is he? Yeah, No. no. The 21. Yeah, and probably the four. I, I can't. Be- I cannot believe he didn't make the championship. Yeah, play. I mean, he got. I mean, that's like a Kevin Harvick last year. Yeah, literally, that's pretty close to it. Like that's one of the comparables. Uh, for truck, I do got the four just because of sheer just They've consistency been this year. year. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to bet against them, mm-hmm. but they're all really good as well. Yeah. So it's like it's one of those things where the championship four has been such a 
like a polarizing type thing every year. Like when Logano won the championship, I don't think anybody had no, Logano. No yeah, no one. Like had granted, he was still very consistent. Like yeah. he, like everyone's like, oh, it's points format. It's like oh, if you look at the full season points, he was still yeah, he in was the there. top four. Yeah, yeah. Like he was in that group of drivers. So like he was there legitimately. But nobody had him on their list of like going out there and doing what he did. Yeah, no, I think, I think the trucks. I feel like it's. I'm leaning pretty heavy to the four. The Xfinity, I have no idea, and the Cup, I have no idea, because uh, Hendrick's been good, but Gibbs is so good on short tracks like that. Gibbs is good on the flat, tra- like the yeah. one mile type tracks. Yeah, and then like like they're really good at like Richmond, and I kind of somewhat can compare Richmond to Phoenix. I'm gonna go on a limb and say Truex for Cup. You think so? Yep. That's just because of his. Just because of his. Didn't he win there in the spring? Too? He won there in the spring as well. But his like ability on the one mile kind of like flat slash kind of banked like yeah. momentum oval like that. He's just consistent. Yeah. Like really consistent. And I know Larson. That like Larson all around is a great driver, but that is one of his like Achilles' heel is those yeah. smaller type tracks. That is true. He hasn't really been. They've been Hendricks a mile and a half champ right now like this yes. year have been all year i think you're overlooking something larson's team has had the most amount of time to build a phoenix car that's, that's true. true and right. i actually told you that yeah yeah <laughs> yep yeah. i was gonna bring up that nugget they've had yeah. the, they've had the most time to kind of you know just polish play with everything. yeah guarantee the they do not pass tech the first time around no i don't think anyone i don't think i don't think any of those four will pass i don't tech think anybody will pass the first time yeah. around. like yeah. I, I fully expect us to like not pass the first time around because I mean, like especially cup last race with those cars might as well just try like the craziest stuff oh, we're not trying anything through. crazy we're just trying to get through tech yeah. <laughs> well even when that happens like dude at martinsville the past few weeks i've been i've like become a fab guy at the racetrack i've been like grinding bond like the C post on our car this weekend was just not right at all. And I had to like take the shark fin off, get the DA sander out. Yeah. Peel on the rat back. I felt like I worked for Joe Gibbs because they all do that on that right rear corner. Yeah. Every single week. But yeah. And then the week before that, our deck lid was wrong. So I had to like move that over, but we'll probably, we'll probably pass this weekend. I hope we do. That'd be nice. I push through tech with the 51. I do pit support with them. And yeah, best tear off. Were you there? The were you there on Sunday for the cup mm-hmm. race? Oh, okay. So you were doing that. Yeah, yeah. I do like tear offs and water bottle exchanges. I've seen that. Yeah, which is kind of fun. This guy's not paying attention at all during the race. He just sees the car slow down and he comes over the radio and says, "Hey, do you need a water bottle?" That's not off? true. I pay attention. I might not pay attention to us that much. I definitely, but I pay attention to like the race for the lead. <laughs> like I was definitely. I mean, the the end of that Martinsville Cup race was. Pretty wild. That was a cool race. That yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that race a lot. That was fun to watch. The I was NASCAR fan in me was satisfied. I always think it's crazy how like in those really long races like that, how the line gets so weird at the end. Yeah. Like, did you notice how high Hamlin was running? Yeah. Like, he was running way up the hill, and it was I mean it was working. I mean Bowman was faster, but I mean it was working good enough to be leading for as long as he did. I'll say this too: that like this weekend at Martinsville was the first time I've noticed how a rubber buildup like in the line, mm-hmm. like when the line gets really black how that affects the handling. Like, yeah. like I'm still so green to a lot of this stuff. So whenever I've like, like I've never been on a track long enough to feel the like black, like the rubber buildup on a line mm-hmm. do that because we haven't had practice or qualifying. Yeah. But for some reason the track took pretty good rubber this weekend. It's probably just because the, the trucks are right before us too. Yeah. So that helped us because yeah. we got in and like, I remember like 50, 60 laps in the race. I would have my right front on like this, 
it like builds up more as the corner went on mm-hmm. and like halfway through the corner i got my right front on it, it took off the nose yeah. and i was like oh okay <laughs> yeah not definitely like there i mean anywhere with concrete i feel like does that bristol dover nashville this year was kind of crazy how the line moved i was so surprised with that because nashville notoriously was locked down on the bottom but you started moving way up but there that resin that resin, resin. I've been curious about that too. I don't know. Do you, have you figured out if they're using resin or PJ one? They're using weekend? resin. They're using resin. Okay. They're using resin. Damn, that really. That, I'm stressed out about qualifying and like what I want to do in qualifying. I remember watching qualifying the last like the last time they did qualifying. They're all on the bottom. Yeah. I From what so. I saw. So this, but, I mean that was PJ one and PJ one sucks early, but I feel like yeah. still the. I don't know, but then the arc races before us too. Different compound. Know. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm. My my head is a pretzel on that one. So, you guys got two different strategies going into the weekend, right, for practice and qualifying, right? You're probably going to be more race set up. Not really. I really? mean, I, I'm still focused Pretty on qualifying. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to rely on a provisional because we're not in a like in the most great spot either. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you want to be able to qualify your way in. Like my yeah. goal is to have a good starting spot and just get in and do everything I need to do and do it right. right. Like yeah. you can't, there's, there's no hanging out this weekend yeah. for me. So would you say Bailey, you are going straight for practice. It's all just Q trim. Not really. I mean, it's, we don't have the tires to do that. First mm-hmm. off, like, I mean, we might go, you know, we'll fire off, do our runs on our, you know, our practice tires. And then we might fire a Q run. I haven't really talked to Wayne about this yet, but, I figure we might fire a Q run and then just keep those scuffs for the race. They'll have two laps on them or yeah. whatever. So, I mean, That's, I've done that before. I've yeah. a, I asked about it too. Like we're kind of just trying to see. We're, we're it's basically one of those things where you're, where you're going where you're kind of going with the flow in terms of like yeah. how you go about practice. Because like I've kind of learned every time we've done like a practice, like even back in 2019 when I was doing it, like you kind of don't really know necessarily if you're doing a mock run until you see what you have yeah right. like if you see think like damn i need to do a mock run there or like oh we're chilling we're really good we really don't need to we'll just go i mean tape plus, up, qualify track bar down let her eat plus it's gotta be stressful too because it's only what an hour ish 50 minutes 50 minutes for all that stuff i'll say this thank god i oh, yeah. don't like too much practice i like as much as I'm I'm in a weird bind because I'm someone who needs practice just because of like my overall lack of laps and experience. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm one of those guys that tends to adjust out of the ballpark. Yeah, that's pretty easy to do. I feel like in NASCAR stuff, it just because the track changes so much through mm-hmm. practices too. So like if you're just constantly chasing that or your tires are getting older or, or whatever, you can really chase your tail with that. Yeah. And then you guys are qualifying during the day mm-hmm. and then racing 2 p.m. Yep. Mid afternoon tonight. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit of a interesting. Yeah, I was actually looking. Sunset out there is 537. And we nice. race at 530. So we're going to be blind for, I don't know, 20 laps. And then it should be about nighttime. And I've That's never tough. actually run a true night race out there. Yeah. This is like the first trucks. time. This is like the first time I've had like a legit night race there, which. Makes me happy because that that sun down the back in the spring yeah. was bad. It gets bad, and then like it starts reflecting off the PJ one too, so you can't see anything, and it's so dusty. Your once your like tear off gets dirty. Oh yeah, it's so bad. I mean, you can't you can hardly see the car in front of you. Yeah, like I I remember coming out of two when everybody was like eight eighteen wide on coming out of coming out of two, and I was just like, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> no. 
I'm, I'm pumped for that first start or restart or whatever it is when everybody just shoots yeah. out. I love that. I love doing that. I don't know why. It's, it's so fun. fun. It's <laughs> fun to be a part of. Yeah. Like, it's fun, especially when you're someone that's making moves instead yeah. of being... Yeah, if you're, like, the aggressor in the situation, it's much more fun. And when you're getting passed, it's terrible because you don't know what to do about it. Yeah, because you're, like, you're literally, like, middle, top, bottom of yeah. five or six wide. Yeah, and you got three bottom, two top. Yeah. It's like, hold on, I'm, I'm just going to stay right where I am. Yeah. Just kind of hold, lock, lock yeah. the wheel. I mean, as a pit crew guy, I kind of hate... Phoenix, just because I always seem to be put in the boxes that are in the cor- the big swooping corner, so I can never get my rhythm right. Because I'm used to seeing it, you know. I'll pick up tires at ten away, and I'll be ready, ready, ready. But at ten away, I'm looking around the corner, and I still can't even see the can't car. See anything, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And it's always tough for you guys getting straight in the box yeah. because what you think is straight in the box is, you know, halfway out the box usually, and it's a pretty tight pit road. And because of the way they got the concrete out there, it's super slippery. So for the teams that I work for, we don't have PJ one. So I try to just uh, throw some coke down on there and see if it'll stick. Yeah, never usually does. Never does actually. Now, I almost junked a car on pit road there. Actually, Cup debut. Really? Yeah, because I was in that corner and I'd only raced there. I raced there like one time before. No, I raced there a couple times before. But anyway, I went to pull in the pit box, and I guess I just yanked it too hard. It was my first time ever pitting in the corner right there, and like I pulled it really hard. It was like whoop. And then I was able to kind of wrap it you back around. Almost cold trickle. Cold I almost cold trickled it into wow. the inside of wall there because I, I don't know, I wasn't paying attention. And those cup cars are weird. I think just because they're so low, they they turn so much better like that that I just was not expecting. I, that I was at gonna all. like I want to ask because I know you've done some of that, like obviously like in limited capacity, but like, I, what's the biggest difference that you feel from like the uh, Xfinity car to what you've experienced in the cup cars? Not like, like turning wise, short track. They just handle, like, they turn a little bit better. I mean, the short track package now, especially with the short spoiler, it's pretty much the exact same, but your air, like, your downforce pan on the bottom is huge. Like, you know, our stops right at the sway bar tube. Yeah. That one goes back, like, almost underneath the motor. It's oh. massive. It's, like, that wide and, like, that long. So, it's huge. Yeah. So, they turn a little bit better. And then, obviously, down at low ride height, they're really good. My first year ever running cup cars... The 750 package still had big splitter, big spoiler, mm. and right side window, and that was fun. Like, Bristol. Really? Bristol in one of those cars was so fast. <laughs> and then also, I was bummed. I didn't get to run Dover, but Dover looked dangerous. It would make yeah. the Xfinity cars look like they were under caution when they were at speed. So, I remember, like, when I ran the Canaan Wet East Series, the Canaan East Series in 2018, um, that was... Cup was still using the mm-hmm. small spoiler. Xfinity was obviously what they have now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember we were the fastest cars yeah, the on K&N track. Yeah, K&N cars fly there. We don't lift. Not at all. Like, so I was top of the board in practice for a, for a long time. We went on like 10 lap scuffs. So someone put on, so like another like five, six cars mocked up mm-hmm. and like passed us. But on 10 lap scuffs, not mocked up, no nothing. My lap um, I lifted probably twelve percent off the off the gas. Really, damn, that's and crazy. like getting into one ten ten fifteen percent, just getting off the gas, just to kind of breathe it. Yeah, just to get that first initial turn. Yeah, and then you get in there, and it just sucks down because the the right side of those like, those Arca cars, they're basically like a truck. You mm-hmm. know, it drives so well. Um, 
I remember my lap would have put me pole of the Xfinity race by like three tenths. Really? And it would have put me 18th in the cup race. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I remember in like a K&N this, car. even those cars make the Xfinity cars look slow. When you're like when you're in the pitch and you're in the garage, you know, you're watching the corner. Like, you know, you get out of your Xfinity car, you're watching the Xfinity cars go and then a K&N car, like back when the cup cars were like that, it looked ridiculous when the cup cars were going. Like, oh, I was yeah. like... And I was, everybody's thinking in practice, like, yeah, we got to, like, beef up, like, ball joints and lower control arms because they're just going to break. There's no way they can go however many laps or whatever it was mm-hmm. going that fast because they were hardly lifting. God. It was insane. Like, I remember watching SMT. I think BJ was driving one of Rick's cars, and it was, like, full throttle, out of the gas, full throttle, and then just, like, ridiculous. That just has, that. like, that makes me cringe up a little bit, honestly. Like, that's, especially at Dover. Yeah, I, oh, I love man. Dover, though. I lo- like, do qualifying Xfinity car at Dover. The most fun thing in the world. I qualified. I ran. I started in Park Seek's car there one time, and they had a really, really good motor in it and, it, like, a serious qualifying setup in it. Really? And I was actually, I was on 20-lap tires. We weren't having to qualify in. And they are like, just take it easier or whatever. And I was like, honestly, no. <laughs> I'm going. I didn't tell them that, but I was like, I'm, if I'm here to start Park, I'm at least going to have fun while I can. And I qualified, like, 19th on 20-lap tires. <laughs> But that thing was flying, dude, and like it would turn so good, and it, every time I come off by the wall, like uh, over the bump, which is like my favorite thing. So, fun fact: this year at Charlotte, um, that was my first time ever qualifying ever on a mile and a half, really ever. And so that, like, I had never experienced qualifying trim mm-hmm. like serious. that. Like, like yeah. it's because we tried to do one in that practice session the one the only practice session we had but it started mm-hmm. raining remember it started raining yeah that's right so we didn't get a lap to practice cuz we drug we we drugged the nose really bad for the first two runs so we were like 38th on speed yeah um and we loaded up for the night and they're like well just go for it yeah and i left so much on the table and we still qualified 20th yeah like that was the most wild thing to me was just experiencing honestly charlotte qualifying when you're hooked up is gnarly i guess because it's so bumpy but it just keeps gripping like yeah. three and four you're like go, 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 go. it just keeps turning yeah i was like so unprepared for just the the sheer amount of grip like i was probably out of the gas for two car lengths too much like yeah. just and that's probably what cost me being any further up yeah so we had a decent spot like where we lined up in qualifying so I could have probably tried tried harder, but I'm I'm pumped I'd, to go back qualifying next year. That's like I haven't had the best luck qualifying this year when I was running the seventy four car. We qualified in at a couple places, but like we've we struggled. I mean, when I went to Charlotte, I really don't I didn't know what I was doing as far as when I wanted to put the car in qualifying trim. And we had bring from home tires and I was really tight. So I like I just kept freeing it up. But then by the time I taped off and everything, I was just free as I could be. I went really? off the turn one and almost crashed. Like I Oh. Like, I, like, I was still in the gas turning in the corners with whoop. And I was looking out the right side when I'm like, well, I guess I missed this race. And I was able to get it back, but it, it sucked. But, God. like, when it's good, like, I qualified 15th there in one of Mike's cars a few years ago. And that thing was so, like, it was so hung out. The yaw and it was perfect. Like, I was dragging the left rear fender on the tire. <laughs> like, I was I was afraid I was going to blow the tire because, it, like, it just immediately, when I really loaded up in turn three and four, it just filled the car with smoke. I'm like, oh, my God. Stay in the gas. And it, it still qualified really good. Old yeah. RB had that thing hooked up then. Man. Yeah, it's a shame to see what's happened over there. I mean, Harmon came back this week. Like, 
And no, I was um, pumped to see him out there. I was happy to see yeah. him at the at the driver stage. Yeah, that was cool. He definitely was happy to be there too. You could tell he had a big smile on his face. Oh, that's ought to be cool. Yeah, that's got to be so cool. I mean, Reddit loves Harmon. I feel like everybody does. There's not too many haters except yeah. for maybe Michael Annette. Uh, I mean, there's. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like I've I've always had like going from being a fan like in 2016, 2017 to now being in it now. Mm-hmm. Cause like I had never been in Xfinity cars and stuff like that. I hadn't even been in North Carolina until 2018. So seeing it from the outside now being a part of it, like it's, you gain so much respect for these guys, like in the mid pack and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Like Mike, Jimmy means to an extent, Carl, like they're all just, just trying. They're just surviving out there. It's awesome. I mean, next year, what? 50, 50 confirmed entries for Xfinity-ish? No, dude. No. I think that that is so exaggerated. Yeah. Pe- people are counting all of the additions to the field, but I feel like there's a lot of people exiting as well. Yeah. Gibbs I is, the teams are downsizing. Gibbs is going to three for sure. Gibbs is going to go to three. I don't know what the 22 car is going to do, or the 98 car for that matter. Uh, RCR is expanding to two. Yeah. That's true. But that's, like, but that's a case right. of just one additional... Yeah. One, like, we're losing a Gibbs car in exchange for RCR. I think it'll just make that mid-pack just way more aggressive. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's the, to be. that's the biggest thing I've noticed this year is the mid-pack has been very competitive. Like, I went from 2019 and 2020 to being consistently top 15, top 20, like, every week mm-hmm. to now having to fight to kind yet, of be in yet, that. Yeah. The mid-pack Xfinity is some of the best racing that goes on all weekend and this doesn't get the shine it deserves. Yeah, it's a it shame we, we don't get to see it. Like it's it, it like it genuinely is some of the best racing. Like I've never like every single race I do, especially at the mile and a half. I love this Xfinity car at the mile and a yeah. half. I I've never had more fun racing in my entire career than I have had driving these Xfinity cars. Yeah, yeah, they're they're especially now with all like the the stuff you got going on with like the rear ends and like yeah, I mean everybody's doing it. Everybody's got it kind of moving around a little bit, and it's you just get hung out and you're. Digging. It's so much fun. Kansas was a very fun race for me. Kansas that, was a blast. That was a very fun race. We we had a we had an issue on the final stop, but the entire race we just were like our car would just work on the long runs. We would take yeah. off decent too. Like Texas, we struggled short run. Kansas, we finally found like something that worked on the short run. So I was able to start passing cars like early yeah. and then maintain that throughout the run, which made me really happy. Yeah. Um it's it's been a lot of like learning for me on that front, just figuring out exactly what works on these tracks. Yeah, and then the restarts too. Like it took me a long time to like really learn how to just not care on restarts. Like it just be be an ass really because yeah. everybody else is. Yeah. So you just got to learn to be that aggressive I, guy too. I've yet to cross that threshold it's, honestly, it's and I gotta feeling. get better. At it. <laughs> I gotta get better. That's at one it. thing I've worked on this year. Like I told myself, I really want to get better at being aggressive on restarts and just putting the car where people don't think I'm going to, because honestly, it gets to the point where if you're aggressive enough and you just throw it in the hole that's, like, open and people aren't really paying attention, it almost, like, not scares them, but, like, kind of spooks them, like, oh, shit, and then they lift and you just keep going. (laughs) I did that to someone at GoPro today. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to put my car there. You make the decision if you want to wreck yours or not. And I'll tell you this, it feels good when you kind of, like, nail a restart. Yeah. Like, oh, I've, yeah. I've had a few this year where it, like, just was like, okay, that's in the notebook now. Yeah. Like, that's something that yeah, I'm yeah, going like to remember. You, you get a good one, like, you're pushing the guy to the line. As soon as you get to the line, you pull out, you 
make something happen, and then whatever happens in the corner happens. And you well, try to make the best out of each little situation that happens. We had that happen at Atlanta, uh, the second one, the July one this year. We um we were out of tires. We mm-hmm. you know we we had to take a we had to take our tires early to kind of keep ourselves in a good spot. Mm-hmm. So we we're out of tires, and there was that late caution with like twelve to go or something like that. So when all the leaders pitted, we didn't want to like go out there and just be the leader. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we came in, put scuffs on, and took took fuel like the, the the usual, and then went out. So we re so we lined up like. Sorry, no, we didn't do scuffs. We just did fuel. Um, we went out and lined up twelfth, eleventh or twelfth, and mm-hmm. I lined up right behind the nine car, and I timed the restart to where like I was a half car length behind him and just rolled up to Roll, him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm talking. Like when you just roll up to someone and then right the when they go, racing trick. <laughs> yeah, like you just kind of roll up and then right when he went, I was pretty much locked onto the. It was yeah. either the nine or the seven, but I was just pretty much locked onto yeah. him. No, That's the, a good feeling. Getting yeah, getting those timings like perfect. It's just like, all right, that that was nice. Like yeah. you know in your head, like that was perfect. Yeah. It, Atlanta sucked for me the second one. I had a really, really good car, but we didn't have any sponsors on the seventy four. Uh, so like stop two, like, yep, sorry, we're out of tires. I was like, Oh my god. And then I'm running in the back, like, what happened? What's the car doing? I'm like, I don't have tires. What do you think is happening? We're in Atlanta, and I'm on 40 lap tires, and everybody else is on stickers. What do you think the problem is? Oh, man. See, that's it's just, it's tough. Like, we were decent that day. I, we were, a, we, we started out as a 31st place car, mm-hmm. and then we ended the day as a 19th to 21st place car, which mm-hmm. is good. Like, we consistently gained and adjusted but because of that strategy call we ended up 14th yeah which is good feels good when you like yeah get get that good strategy that's like texas or no what vegas this year wayne called a short pit and we ended up finishing 13th and it was like we almost finished 11th like if we if i could have just held on i wasn't gonna hold on i was like ty gibbs and brett moffitt on new tires Mm. they passed me at two to go i'm like well i i tried all i could i wasn't gonna hold not not the 54 car off especially yeah but yeah, those those strategy calls feel good. I've I've like gotten to the point where I, I really just don't want to be involved in that at all because every time I try to make it like on the seventy four I kinda called the race for myself. Every time I try to make one of those calls, I was wrong. And so I just told Mike, I was like, just do it. Like I don't care if it's right or wrong. I'm just not gonna make the decision because then if I make a decision and I'm wrong, then I'm pissed and I'm just And mad you just at feel bad. Yeah. You feel bad because that's like all the work you did just feels yeah. like you just threw it all away. And it was like the first Atlanta this year, uh we put on, so the truck tires were like a year older date code and trying to save money, we bought some of those and they were stickers, but I lost a lap at sec like at the end of stage two, like one to go, lost a lap. Oh, I was like, damn. That's the worst. And like, I think I was actually, I was racing with Landon and they, the leader passed him. So he got the lucky dog and I'm stuck a lap down and they were like, you want to try to take a wave around? And I'm like, we're at Atlanta. No way. Like, it's just not going to happen go on turn one after the restart immediately crashed they immediately crashed i'm like oh my god now we're still stuck a lap down and i just could yeah. not get the lucky dog for the life of me but that's whatever the worst feeling. sucks uh that my last year at atlanta went that way or the old atlanta now yeah i don't know what that place is going to be like next year i'm kind <sighs> of excited scary. to see it is gonna be scary if they run the current xfinity package there with new asphalt and that much banking we're gonna be flying it's gonna be like two hundred two hundred two. Yeah, like a two, like a two hundred plus into turn one and two or three. 
I, my if if they run this exact package with the amount of grip that I would expect that track to have, we will be hitting at least two hundred one. I don't think we'll lift. I don't think we'll lift at all. I mean, you really? barely you barely lift Texas three and four, so yeah. I, I think it'll be similar. I, I'm kind of with you there. I mean, the cars never, have a lot of grip. I'll say this: I never got to experience Texas when it was fresh. Yeah, so my first ever Xfinity race. Uh, no, nope, go back. What do you mean? First practice session. Oh yeah, first practice session. I spun out. Whatever. All the way down the back. Stretch. I did. Oh I, dude, no. I, yeah. So it was BJ's car and while they, his boss was following. Yeah, him. BJ was right behind me too. Oh. And so I tried to let the three car go, and they told me like, "Do not get in the gray area." And BJ's cars, the way they were set up, they really moved around in the back if you lifted like abruptly. Mm-hmm. So. I did that, just not thinking about it, trying to let the three car go, and I was like, oh, 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 and I got into it, and then I was like, I was like, all right, no grip, ease back into the gas, and I was like, whoo, and I just spun, I spun, I got to here, straightened out, and it was like one of those points where you're just still chasing it, but yeah. you're kind of straight, and then it turned this way, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm hit the outside wall, and then I, I literally spun all the way down the back straightaway, and BJ is just like, I'm doing this all the way down the back, and he's just doing this right behind me, and I'm like, oh my god. He's watching the. He's watching yeah. you spin his expensive race car. Yeah, and, he's and just BJ like, came like, in. He's like, he's like, what the hell were you doing up there? I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. I messed up. Sorry. He was pretty pissed, but he got over it because we were actually. I was pretty fast that weekend, so he was yeah. happy about that. Yeah, that's good. But uh, I finally like BJ told me he's like he's like on new tires you can hold it wide open through three and four, and like stage three I just got a new set of tires on and I finally mustered up the courage. To just hold the wide open through there, and it was like scariest thing I've ever done in a race car. Like I was like, "Oh my god!" But like I was like almost having to put my left foot on top of my right just to yeah. not take it off. That's how that remember like going back to like Dover and the K and N car. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt. Yeah, that's exactly how it felt. It's like like you it should not work, but it just does. And it's just doing this because you're down by the white line at Texas, and it always wants yeah. to jump around. Well, because now the tra- the track obviously we're it's like on year four or five mm-hmm. of its. It's like definitely existence. lost a lot of grip. It's lost a lot of grip. So like even in the PJ one when the PJ one was so grippy, mm-hmm. it's, you still had to like. I lift. can tell a difference from this year to last year. Yes. Like last year in the PJ one fall race, I would like go fifty percent, and then right back to yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly. But now it's like all the way out. Back in it, lift up the bump, back on it. Yeah. And then go. I almost, so what I did was like, I would like roll, like I would get into it and then I would 50% it mm-hmm. and then I'd feel the bump and it, my, the way my car worked, it would like, I'd hit the bump and then it almost like, yeah, like and then lock in and then I would just see mine would just throttle. like, it would, just, <laughs> it would just jump to the side. Like, cause you're doing so, a lot for our listeners that only. Listen I was gonna on say, yeah, I know. If, if y'all are listening, or if y'all are listening on Apple Music, I'm just making a lot of gestures. You should check out the YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, like I almost crashed a car there last fall doing that because I was wide open and I hit the bump wrong, and it was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna pile under the fence. And five cars passed me. I'm like, well, that's great. Both fall races this year, I got knocked out of the groove. Both fall races last last year and then this year. Really? So last year when I was doing the TikTok car, I got out like on the restart. I don't know who was inside me. It might have been, I don't know, but it, someone was inside me and they like washed up and then it washed me up. Mm-hmm. And then in the PJ one, you know this, it builds up so much. Like once you dip right side, you're just yeah hold holding on. And I mean, I was a hair away from the outside wall. Yeah. Turn three and four at Texas is like the sketchiest turn on the, like 
whole NASCAR schedule, I could say. But when you but when you get in a good rhythm, you can make up a lot of time. Yeah, if you can just if, you, if your car is working right and you could you know keep that throttle time, it is one of the biggest places to make time because it's just all it's just all throttle time there. Like I mean, With, it's, it's really all mile and a half of that way. But yeah. since there is so much to be had in three and four at Texas. It's huge. Like one and two is very important to set up for that corner. Mm-hmm. But if you're not faster three and four, you're just not going to have yeah. a good day. Like that's and it's it. easier to pass in one and two. Yep. So if you if you can get beaten three and four, like you, you can't pass in three and four. No. It's really hard. No, you have to set up the pass yeah. in three and four and then make it in one and two. Yeah, I was racing with Moffitt like really hard, and I could he was faster than me. But like he just kept packing air on me off of four, and I'm like, I'm going to knock the wall down eventually. I know I am, because I just kept getting tighter and tighter. Oh. And, then, and then it got to where I was, like, tight and loose. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going <laughs> to crash this car. Oh, man, that, but, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, but I don't know. I, lo- I, love, I love racing like that a mile and a half. Just like I do, being like, yeah. Like, Kansas was the same way. If you could get, you kind of split that top seam and just pack air, they just eventually just start doing that, and they just... My like, car worked really good in the middle. You're in the middle? I ran the middle all day. Like, we... We caught the four car, the ten car, and a lot, and that forty four, like all on a line. We caught them running the middle groove. Like I would get in that lane, probably three laps into a run, and just kind of stay there. Yeah. See, I was running like Darlington. It was the first time I ever ran Kansas like this. I like, go off in the like, especially turn one. I go off in the corner, split the seam, wide open. Go up to the wall, lift again, split the seam, and kind of like fifty. Oh, just, so you kind of like would gas it up and then yeah, back back out, huh. which is. I've never done that at camp, but it was working. Like, I went off in there the first time. I was like, oh, I looked away too early. Back in the gas really hard. And then I could kind of, I could hold it on a short run. I could hold it wide open and then turn it back down. So now I'm but, learning something. But, okay. now, but, then, <laughs> but then later, I'd, like, roll back out, split the seam again, de-wedge, and then yeah. go. That makes sense. I like Darlington for that reason. I kind of like the I've race. sucked at Darlington every time I've gone there. And I don't know. It must be me at this point. I don't know. I've I'm, had my luck at Darlington hasn't been great, but... I love driving that track. It is fun. It's just fun to slide. You're sliding all over the place the whole time. The only thing I don't like is when you're passing cars. Because, like, I, I know they, like, highlight it on the broadcast a lot. Like, how in the Cup Series, like, if you have, like, if you're here on someone, like, you're passing someone, you're at their door, like, just nose ahead. Like, in the Cup Series, they'll kind of, like, okay, let you in. But, like, in Xfinity. In Xfinity, they don't let you in. Xfinity, they don't let you in. Like, you're I like, got in underneath, uh, underneath the 07. And, like, like. Eight straight laps got underneath him, and he would not let yeah, me. Yeah, turn one is so sketchy, too, trying to pass, and you're too wide through there. And I ain't going like, to go in there and yeah. do nothing like that. Like, I'm not going to go in there and risk, because it's just not worth it Yeah, <laughs> at that yeah. point, you know? Ugh. Matt, you got anything to add? Yeah, what do you guys got for off-season plans? I know we're, we're at the very end of the schedule Sleeping. here. Uh, yeah. Well, when you get that micro, I'm going to drive it at Millbridge. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hang out. Hey, if I could put it in your garage. My bathroom, guest bathroom, that's the garage. If we can fit it in there, we'll take it apart. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. Maybe one day I'll get a garage. I'm trying yeah. to get a trying to get a barn dominium. There you go. You should get one of those condos across town. Those aren't condos. I mean, it's a condo. It's a garage. It's a storage them. condo. Yeah. It's hardly a condo because I looked into them. And like, it's more like room for a couch and a TV. What more do you need? A bed, washer and dryer, sink, maybe a kitchen. You can put that downstairs. Okay. Put that down there with the race cars. Yeah, yeah. with the race cars in my podcast studio. What more do you need? Wouldn't that be cool? That would That'd be, be a cool backdrop. That would be really cool. I've, trust me, I've thought about that. I'm like, what would, like, I was like, if I got a garage right now, what the hell would I put in there? I was like, well, I could at least start with this table, <laughs> and, and then I could go from there. 
So. But I'm trying to get my uh, my uh, little Hyundai ready for Bowman Gray next year. Oh, man. Bowman I, Gray. I'm dead serious. I'm taking that thing to Bowman Gray. That sounds like fun. I, it's, I'm going to go skid plate racing. You ever heard of that? <laughs> Stadium. Yeah. You ever heard of that skid plate racing? Love it. Bailey, you heard of that? Yeah. I they think weld. I've seen it on Lucas Oil on the Edge before. Oh, yeah. They weld metal plates. Yeah. That was invented at Irwindale. Like there the was a lot 2000s. of there was a lot of Lucas Oil on the edge. That show uh, shows they were filmed at Irwindale or like some. It was yep. always a track in California. It was either yeah. it was Wisconsin or California every yep. single time. Dude, Lucas Oil's on the edge is goaded. That is the, that is a show that got me into many motorsports. Yeah, exactly. Like it, I remember coming home from school and I would watch. It was always Monster Jam, and then that show yep. was right after Speed Channel. What a time. What a time to be alive. That I'd was. wake up I'd wake up at like five AM to watch stuff on speed. Really? On speed. Yep. I see I can't even wake up at nine AM to watch an F one race. Well now you're well hang on. You're talking about like eight, nine year old Ryan here. Yeah, I guess who like he, had way all too energy. much energy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now like if you leave me unattended, I'll sleep until two, two PM. Yeah. For sure. Did you guys see NBCSN has just done at the end of the year? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's been I that's been Known for a while, yeah. yeah that's been known. F- like that, I remember there was a release, like yeah, early this year about it, and then now it's like, it, it's like confirmed. Like the date is December thirty first. Yeah, I was kind of bummed on it, but then I don't know. USA doesn't seem like a very big sports channel, but like I guess back in the day they were. Like yeah. I saw, I saw some broadcast stuff from way back, like with different action sports and regular sports on not, USA. You used to do the Dew Tour all the time. Yeah. What? Yeah, the Dew Tour used to be on USA. Yep. Really? And the well, snowboarding stuff. And also, if you think about it, too, like USA, like it's on more TV packages. Yeah, like, that's true. I, that's, I saw there's more viewers for USA than NBC. Yeah, everyone's got to watch 15 episodes of Law & Order SVU every day. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so now the way I see it is like you see all the comments like on the Facebook, like of catch today's race on NBCSN. And like half the comments are people just like, why? Blah, 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 I can't have, watch the race because yeah. I don't own NBCSN. Blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, okay, well now you can't complain. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now you can't. And there's also, there's more, what is it? There's broadcast and cable broadcast is the better one, right? That's like broadcast the, is like local, local channels. Well, like every, but like, yeah, but it's like the one cable that, cable is what you want to be on. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Cables. Cause that means you're on one of like, the I, I know that there's more than there's been in a really long time I on think, the yeah. on the one with more yeah. viewers. There, there's 17 races next year on cable instead of 15 that there yeah. was this year, I believe, which is good. Yeah. I think it's all going to probably transfer over to streaming at some point. See, I don't know. Cause streaming sucks. I don't like it. Like I was trying to watch a truck race on the way to Martinsville and not very safe trying to drive. And yeah. Watch, but I'm saying for people at home, like, Pay twenty bucks for the year, something like that, where you just have everything. Yeah, qualifying practice. Yep, that's true. All that stuff. Like I bought, um, I bought Track Pass. Yeah, I bought Track Pass on NBC, and I was able to watch like so many Arca modified Pinty series. Pinties, dude. I will say those are wild. (laughs) When I was driving to Martinsville and I was watching that truck race, they went to an in car camera during a wreck, and I literally like reacted. I had the steering. I was holding my phone like on the steering wheel like this, and I was like, like I like reacted <laughs> a wreck while I was driving. I was like, oh shit! I just ran over the road. <laughs> but I'm bad about that. Not safe. Don't. I don't condone that. Don't drive and watch sporting events on your phone. I mean, even on the when we were riding back from GoPro, we almost got into a couple. That's because I was watching TikToks, which don't yeah. do that either. Yeah, we love TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> we're pro I mean, TikTok, TikTok is good, here. but don't but don't watch it while you're driving. Probably, yeah, I don't TikTok and drive. But I remember, like, I did the same thing when we ran um the summer Daytona race this year. 
like when we ran at noon mm-hmm. and then they ran um the cup race like three hours later I was like two hours from home and they started the cup race so I had my phone like on the radio thing mm-hmm. so I would just watch like I would like be going on the freeway take a look over okay they haven't wrecked yet okay yeah <laughs> Pretty much the only thing that happens. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes Daytona is exciting. Just the racing part when they get like the package is fun. The package is fun. That's the it's only fun to the, watch. the Xfinity package. Like I said, they don't really wreck that much, but I feel like it's almost hard. Like it's hard to get close to people. Yeah. You don't get the massive runs you get in a truck or a cup car. I remember when I was following you at uh, Talladega mm-hmm. and like there was like just a bubble. Yeah. You can't couldn't, like couldn't once, burst it. Yeah. I don't know how people do. Like at the end, it seems like all those big guys, like the lease motors, like. Whereas, like, we're, like, just fighting. My phone, yeah, whatever. Like, we're just fighting to uh, get to the guy in front of us. They can just go, okay, well, I'm just going to push you now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like I remember <laughs> I went back and rewatched Because every time I do, like, races, I'll go on, like, the content website and watch, like, onboards. Mm-hmm. And I watched Ross's onboard from the fall of last year. And he there was a long portion of the race where we were all, like, the whole pack, like, from first all the way to like thirty seventh or whatever, but we're train. in a we're yeah. in a train. Everyone like there was no second group, all in a train. And Ross was behind me. We were running like eighteenth, nineteenth, or something like that. I don't know, probably even worse than that, but probably like twenty second. But Ross is behind me, and he's just pedaling it. He's just cruising, and I'm yeah. here first ever super speed race. I'm like, oh my god, this is weird. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like even at Daytona this year I like I feel like I I stayed in the main pack for a long time so I was just scared especially at the end of losing the draft in the final stage and going a lap down which eventually bit me in the ass cuz I crashed yeah. but like I was doing everything I could to stay there I was wide open the whole time alternator switch on and off the whole time covering the duct with my hand oh, yeah. trying to <laughs> just trying everything. everything I can to hang on it's it's I I will say this like having done like the super speed racing now because, again, this is my first year doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I've really gained an appreciation for it. Yeah, like, it's, it's harder than it looks on TV. Well, and it's not just that, but, like, I've kind of grown to, like, enjoy it. See, I don't. I hate I hate plate racing so much. Really? Yes. I've, maybe it's just, I've never I've never had a good go at it. That door on my wall, Talladega truck race, crashed last lap. Yep. Oh, the, uh, the go, no go on pit road. Yeah, so. That what what year stuff, was that? That was last, last year. year. So we were actually really good. We were in like the Chevrolet pack. I paid up with the Chevrolets. Uh, gas man didn't get engaged all the way. Oh, and like oh, I'm, and I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, okay, I was behind that guy and that guy. So I should be going soon. They drive by and then he starts doing this. I'm like, I'm going. And then I start, I start to take off and the crew chief's like, no, no, no. Or no, he said, no, no, no. When he started shaking his head. I thought he said, go, go, go. So I'm going. He's like, stop, stop, stop. So then I, I managed to clutch it, keep it running, but then I lost that whole pack. Luckily, uh, luckily was, we did get a caution, though. I did get a caution, but I was in the back. I think Johnny Sauter missed a shift. So I was just panic mode the whole last lap, trying to make something happen out of nothing. And then I and just got in so a wreck. And you hit so hard, you crumpled the roof. Yeah. That, Ow. Actually, that, that crash hurt, and it shouldn't have hurt. It looked so not that bad, but that crash hurt. Like, I was like, they're like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'll, I'll add to that. That's something that they didn't tell me in the brochure when you get in the big one is it hurts. It does, dude. Like, so that, like the fall Talladega race this year, that was the first time I've not finished a super speedway, like mm-hmm. from a wreck. Like I've kept, like literally, we that, that's the same car that we took to Daytona. We yeah. changed nothing on it. Like yeah. all we did was take the wrap off and then we used that same wrap. Um, Mate next. Shout out Mate next. Uh, oh, yeah. We're doing super speedways. But um, we... <laughs> I was riding in the back of, because it was like 23 to go or something like that. And I was following Jeffrey. Like, 
I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to stick with my teammate, like stay with him, just chill where we're at. And I gave him about a car length of room just because if they wrecked right in front of him, I didn't want to ass pack him. Yeah. And that was when Noah got turned from the lead mm-hmm. when that big wreck happened. And so I see the wreck before it's even called out. So I'm just breathing it. Like I'm out of the gas. Yeah. And then all of a sudden from behind, I just feel boom. And I'm like, yeah, Oh done. God, I'm facing, facing the apron. I'm saving it. And then another car that was behind him passed him, <laughs> stayed sense. in it. And I like did one of like the pendulum type hits where you go yeah. like that, hit off his door and then went back up the track. And that's where the 78 was still coming. Yeah. And that's where he T-boned me on the right side. <sighs> that car got hurt. I saw that car. Yeah. His car was destroyed. I don't, I think our car was fine. I think it's going to need, I mean, not fine, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it'll be fixed, but it was one of those hits that like, that was the biggest hit of my career. For some reason, those door bar hits, I think because they're so like well built because they don't want them to collapse. When you get hit in them and they're so stiff, like you absorb all that. Cause like that's what that was. I got mm-hmm. squeezed into the wall. Like I was, I went around the top, like they're wrecking down here. I'm like, I made it. And then like the 18 truck and the 26 truck are like, oh. and I'm like, I can probably go low. And I, I hesitated. I should have just cranked it left and gone low. To the apron, yeah. But I was like, no, I'm just going to stay up here. And then I got in the gas again, so I was trying to beat them to the hole, and it just went, boom, hit the wall, hit them at the exact same time, and just squished the truck. Yeah, yeah, that one sucked. But, yeah, like, that's that's one of those things about the big one, though. Like, it's not talked about how much that actually, like, kind of throws you around. Yeah. When you're going, like, you don't realize how much those, like, those cars get torn up there, too. Like, yeah. people don't realize when like like you don't crash a car lightly at a plate track it is Mm-mm. hurt every time but well i think it's about time to wrap it up i forgot to turn the lights on in here so it's getting really dark <laughs> so uh real quick are we are we ready to announce 2022 plans anybody i'm not not yet i'll announce mine you ask me every time i'm gonna go back to work and i'm gonna go back to being a part-time picture guy there you Sounds go congratulations good. Congrats. Hey, shout out to nancy yeah. Our former secretary, she and, listens and to the I pre- show. I appreciate you sharing the news. That's a big old stern bomb. Yeah. And and shout out to El Dumperino or Dumple Stillskin. Dumple Stillskin. Because he loves shout outs. He loves them. So that's his name. That's <laughs> it. If you got anything you want to like shout out socials or. Yeah. I mean, y'all could follow me on the socials, RTRV on Instagram. I've been trying to change that name. I can't because Instagram's <laughs> weird. Um, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch at Ryan Vargas underscore 23. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that was that, a good one. Yeah, that, was, that was a good one. Good one. We'll go ahead and wrap it up with the... Real man of genius. Thanks, everybody. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.